the shadowy depths of the city hides scum and villainy of all types. A bounty hunter lurks in a shadowy corner. Smugglers exchange stories over cups of Carillion Ale, and assassins hide in plain sight. Welcome to Coruscant Nights. Today, we are joined by Mary Frances Miller. Greetings. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? About my real self or about, about my your... Star Wars self? That is a question that comes up every game. Yes, about your real self. My real self. Yeah. Is, hello, I am Mary Frances. I love Star Wars. Playing an overly complicated Star Wars RPG card game was how I bonded with my oldest brother, John, as a small child. It was way too complicated. I never understood it. To this day, I couldn't tell you any of the rules. But it was great uh, big brother bonding time. And ever since then, I've been into playing Star Wars RPGs. I used to sit and watch my older brothers play Knights of the Old Republic mm. on PC. Yep. Good old Knights of the Old Republic. That was great. We had friends who worked for LucasArts. So we would, you know, get new video games. They would just give them to us, the new video games that just come out. And yeah, it was good times, good times. I used to been to uh, Skywalker Ranch a few times, hung out there seen uh, some of the original props and eaten lunch near George Lucas. No, we did not talk. <laughs> cool. But yeah, so my love was for Star George Wars eating? goes deep. Well, it was George I don't know, whatever's in the cafeteria <laughs> that day, which I don't remember. I was too These are important things to remember. I know, that's true. Well, I was like 16, mm. so I'm going to blame the fact that I was young and dumb. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Yeah. All right, and who are you playing today? Today, I am playing Meryl Janice Katunka. She's got a middle name now. She always had a middle name. Oh, okay. Great. See the arrow? <laughs> I put it in there. Okay. <laughs> Meryl Janice Katunka is a Kalaran assassin slash gun for hire. I'll do some bounty huntering. Assassinations are not beneath me. I'm okay with that. I try to be a little bit discriminatory about the jobs that I take. I don't want to just go around murdering people without knowing the why about it. So in that sense, I'm not an assassin for anybody. It has to be a very specific kind of person who's willing to give me information about the motivation behind what they're asking me to do. Mm -hmm. And because there's a war going on right now, there's a lot of job opportunities. Yeah, so, there are. Yeah. there. You know, with, with warring factions and coups and every tr everyone trying to overthrow everyone else. Yeah, there's, there's no shortage of work for me. Mm-hmm. What does Meryl Katunka look like? She's about six and a half feet tall, very muscular, but lean. And she has green skin with some black tribal markings on her arms and on her head. No hair. Instead of hair, she has kind of a, I mean, it kind of is like a... A crest? A crest. I was calling it a fin, but yeah, it's Maybe like a it's crest. it's fin-like. It is kind of fin-like. And... Um, so the weird thing about this species is that since nobody has ever made a practical one for the movie mm -hmm. every single one looks a little different oh that's interesting yeah so there's not actually so it's, a standard on some for of what them a it's more of like. like a crest and some of yeah. them it's like really thin yeah. yeah oh that's interesting so mine mine is a thin crest it's not like a big thick fin or anything like that so okay. yeah but green skin with black tattoos very muscular my right arm is bionic i lost my arm in a fight uh, on the job and so now I have a bionic repulsor fist 
and it's actually come in handy and made me an even more effective assassin. So I no longer resent yeah. the fact that I have only one real arm yeah. because my repulsor fist, it just makes me that much more deadly and effective. And I keep it covered up so that people don't know. So I wear gloves all the time that go up to my shoulders um, because I don't, I don't want people to know what they're up against. I want that to be my surprise attack to catch people off guard. So you've got like glove sleeves? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And then I'm wearing... Fashion choice. Yeah. I have glove sleeves. Uh-huh. And a sleeveless, long, black leather vest that around the torso area, mm-hmm. there's some thin durasteel plates just for protection of my of my uh, oh, yeah. torso. You have heavy I, clothing. I have heavy clothing. Yeah. And even though durasteel... Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Even though durasteel is lightweight... It's still that bulk of the leather and the deer steel and all that. Yeah. So it's pretty bulky. I try to I try to travel as light as possible, but I also don't like to take any chances because a dead assassin is an assassin who doesn't get paid. That's right. Speaking of assassins who don't get paid. What's happened? <laughs> you're on Coruscant. I am. And your last job stood you up. So normally you like to remain anonymous, mm-hmm. unlike some other assassins out there that show their face all over the place. You pick up dead drops for your jobs and somebody was supposed to leave you a a briefcase in one of the sewers and just wasn't there so you find yourself now at merlin's bar off dak avenue hanging out what's next for meryl katunka well i'm pretty peeved here yeah i don't like when people interfere with my jobs and it was very clear to me at the drop site that with all the footsteps that were shuffling around Somebody had made the drop, Mm -hmm. and then somebody else had come and taken it. Somebody else picked it up. Somebody else picked it up. So either the person who hired me has hired multiple assassins, and it was best person wins, and didn't tell me, which means that I need to hunt that person down and uh, teach them a small lesson about playing fair, because there are rules to this game. They're my rules, and you need to play by them. Or it means that somebody stumbled upon it, got some information about it, something like that, and I need to find that person Mm -hmm. and make them pay. So my issue right now is where to go from here. And I figure at this bar, somebody's going to know something. Yeah, this bar is kind of a crossroads. Dak Avenue is a fairly populated area. Lots of Mont Calamari here. Lots of people just coming and going. It's uh, right off of Market Street, which is busy at all times of day and night just happens to be about one in the morning right now the bar you're in is still packed it's kind of an interesting place lots of Calamari around this place is nautical themed there are nets on the ceilings anchors on the walls one entire (laughs) wall is a fish tank the windows look out onto busy market street what are you doing here you're sitting at a bar i'd like to do a perception check yes please do make it vigilance actually i would like to do a vigilance check i want to scan the area I'm really good at reading people, mm-hmm. so I want to look around, and usually I will be able to figure out who's the person who knows the things okay. that I need to know. All right. And then, of course, I have my ways of getting the information. All right, so it's an average vigilance check, so it's two purples. It is a very busy place, so you're going to get one setback die. And then your vigilance. Oh, sorry. Because you don't want to just roll negative dice. You're right. My vigilance is one. Oh, wow. Power is two. Great. So one uh, yellow and one green. Okay. Can I have an advantage because I'm 
real angry, and my anger makes my senses even more heightened. Boost for anger. Excellent. Thank mm. you. Okay. How long have we been playing this game? I've just never cared to know. <laughs> I did know at one point. That's a lie. I know. It's too long. You have an advantage. Okay. No successes. It's a very crowded bar. There are lots of people here. You see a Doug sit in front of the window, staring wistfully out into the street. You see a Tagruta talking to a Miri Allen about to leave the place. It's very noisy here, but you see in Ortolan a blue-snouted creature with big chubby fingers reading a, a romance data pad in the corner. So I scan the room and... You have an advantage. I do. I scan the room and it's just the typical boring, bored crowd of people who typically hang out in a bar at one in the morning. Pretty disappointed with the selection, actually. No one stands out. Everyone seems pretty average. No one seems up to anything or nervous. Pretty surprised. I'm a little disappointed. And who? what's one of the species you said was in the bar? Uh, Ortolan. What was he doing? Blue guy reading. Okay. And then I see the big blue Ortolan reading his romance data pad. He sniffles a little, wipes a tear from his eye, mm -hmm. and then turns off the data pad, puts it away, and gets up to leave. Yeah. When he stands up, I see that he was sitting on a piece of paper. And my advantage is that that piece of paper has a clue to who it is who is in interfering in my job. That's a really large advantage. I know! It's so good! Come on! Okay, maybe it doesn't have to be that. But it could be something that points me in a direction that I feel is related to what happened. Okay, so you- Does that seem fair? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be unfair. Um, that was just, I thought that was a really good advantage. <laughs> and it is a really on. good advantage. Okay. Oh crap. So, you get up from your bar stool and start heading towards where this guy was sitting. And as you walk over, you failed your vigilant check, so you didn't see them ahead of time. But you now see, to your right, a pair of clone troopers have come in the bar. And they started asking people questions. And they're looking around for somebody. I immediately make sure to make myself inconspicuous. So I kind of duck behind a really full table. Uh, of tall people mm -hmm. so that I can be kind of obscured from view. Yeah, they are a group of Quirmians. They have large bodies and really, really long necks with tiny heads on top. Perfect. So I duck behind a table full of Quirmians, but I make sure that I edge myself around so that I'm close to where the, the clone troopers are right now asking questions so mm -hmm. I can eavesdrop and try and piece together what it is they're doing here. Okay. I couldn't trust a clone trooper as far as I could throw them. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that if they're here, they're up to no good, whether that no good has anything to do with me or not. You want to roll perception? I do. Okay. It's loud, so you're going to keep your setback. Okay. It's going to be the same negative roll. Okay. And whatever your perception is. Perception is two, mm -hmm. and then two cunning. So two dice, both yellow. A scratch two disadvantages. You can't really hear them over all the noise in the crowd, but they are holding up a data pad with a picture of somebody on it, and they're clearly looking for somebody. Am I close enough to see what the picture is? No, because you got a threat. So I'm not picking up pretty, I'm not picking up good vibes. Even though I can't hear anything, mm -hmm. I know they're looking for someone. Yeah. And chances are, it's possible that even though I'm really careful about keeping my identity secret, that something's been leaked. Mm -hmm. Because for someone to know about that drop, 
things are starting to fall in place for me. Yeah. Somebody figured out who I am, and I'm pretty sure these clone troopers are here looking for me. Yeah, one of the troopers heads up to the, the bar to ask the bartender. The other one um, heads off into the corner. There's a, a Quarren sitting back there looking heavily intoxicated and also a little bit nervous about the clones being around. I decide that I'm going to go and try and quietly remove the clone trooper talking to the Quarren. I want to get some information from him. Okay. And there's a door right behind the Quarren. So my plan is to go overpower the clone trooper and kind of get him out the door before anyone else could notice. The Quarren is so super drunk that I'm fairly certain he'll have no recollection of any of this. Yeah. So I'm not worried about him as a witness. Okay. And the bar's packed enough and loud it enough. Loud I think I can and, do this. Yeah. All right. So, um, Although I've been rolling like garbage. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe you need to pick new dice. That's fair. Yeah. These are Yeah. Substitute these dice those negative on ones out. Yeah. Goodbye, stanky dice. Let's do. Just one of them looking around now, so... And in order to talk to the bartender, does the clone trooper have to have his back turned to us? It does. Okay, good. Clone troopers are observant. Mm -hmm. It is crowded. Mm -hmm. It is loud. Mm -hmm. So, you're starting with three difficulty and two boosts. Okay. And you are going to need to... I'm picking different ones because those are the, the stank oh, die. okay. So I'm gonna need two checks. Okay. We'll need a stealth and then a brawl. Um, okay, which I'm checking brawl and I'm stealth checking first. stealth. Okay, stealth first. That's what that negative brawl is for. Okay, so I have two agility. You don't have any stealth. I don't have any stealth. You're an assassin with no stealth. Yeah, well, so what do I So it's just is two this all greens. I got? For Pete's sake. Light side points. If you want to flip one to upgrade a green to yellow, I will happily flip it back for you later. That's all right. I'll, you will. I'll take what I've got. That's okay. I don't need your charity. I mean, it's not my charity. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you'll you'll uh, you'll definitely get me back later. Okay, here we go. Better roll than last time. Well, that's nothing. Pretty sure all I came up with was a failure. <laughs> we got a threat. Thank you. That's so nice. I mean, I didn't roll the dice. Can the threat just be that the drunk guy is more alert than I thought? <laughs> yeah, he's not quite as uh, out of it as you thought. and So I may have to deal with a witness. His eyes go wide as you start sneaking up on this clone. Okay, and now I need to do a brawl check. Yeah, we see in slow motion this clone helmet starts to turn around as you roll your brawl check. I have two rank uh -huh. in brawl Yeah. and three brawn. This I can this is what you do. This is what I do. That's your roll. Thank you. I see some successes in this Finally. one. Finally. Three successes, one threat. You succeeded. What did you do? What are the tall guys? The Quirmians. Quirmians. Yeah. Okay. The tall guys that I've been hiding behind are Quirmians. Yeah, they're a little bit of away from you now because you were been sneaking stalking. up on this guy, yeah. So once I see that one of the clone troopers is by himself talking to this drunk guy, I very slowly leave the cover of the table of Quirmians and I start making my way over to him. My plan is to grab him and get him through the door behind the drunk guy before anyone can notice. And with the other clone trooper at the bar and his back turned to me, I feel like I have a pretty good chance. But as I'm walking up behind the clone trooper, 
this drunk person. Is it a human? What is it? No, a Quarren. His head is kind of triangle shaped. He's got two lobes on either side mm -hmm. and a set of tentacles coming out of the front of his face. He's got two little fangs okay. in his mouth area as well. Is he bigger than I am? He's a little smaller than you. He's average height. Got it. Okay. So as I start sneaking up behind this lone clone trooper who's interrogating this super drunk Quarren for some reason, I begin to suspect that the Quarren may not be drunk as he first appeared because he notices me behind the clone trooper's shoulder. And when he sees me stalking up behind him, his eyes get wide and he gasps. Son of a gun dark. He just signaled the clone trooper that there was someone coming up behind him. So I have to move a little quicker than planned. I <laughs> just let it out, Mark. <laughs> Son of a gun dark. I have to. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I start moving a little quicker than I would like to in order to remain inconspicuous. But I get back there before he can turn around completely and see me. And I put one arm around his throat and the other around his waist. And I just squeeze real tight. I'm bigger than he is. So I'm able to sneak him through the door and push the door open by my back. I exit as quickly as possible, walking backwards out the door. And by the time I'm outside, he's passed out. I tie him up real quick and leave him there and go back inside to check on the not-so-drunk corn to make sure he won't cause me any trouble. So you took the clone trooper outside. Tied him up. Tied him up, stored him mm -hmm. with some dumpsters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Back inside, you catch the back of the corn as he's getting out of here. He's got to go. Since he's leaving, I decide to let, leave him alone. Okay. If he's just going to leave and not tip anyone off about me, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. So I go back outside into the alleyway, pull the clone trooper out of the dumpster, mm -hmm. throw him over my shoulder, yeah. and try to get away as quickly as possible so I can get him somewhere safe and quiet and secluded so that I can talk to him. Okay. Do you have a safe place in mind? I haven't been on Coruscant for very long. Uh -huh. I only got here to do that job. Yeah. So the only place I really know is where the drop was supposed to happen. Okay. In those That's kind of far away from here, though. Oh, okay. It's kind of on the other side of the main avenue. As I had been making my way, from the tunnels where the drop was supposed to take place yeah. to this bar, I do remember passing what looked like an abandoned building. Yeah. And I figured that I could probably find a window or something that I could break into and get into some basement area yeah. where no one could see us. So it was um, a few levels down. There was what looked like an abandoned police station. And you've only been here for a little while. But it looks like there was a recent fire here, and it may have been cleaned up a little bit since, but nobody's moved in. Perfect. So I yeah. make my way to this burned out police station. Yeah. It looks like other people have already broken in here because my entrance is actually fairly simple and easy yeah. because yeah. the door's broken down, windows are broken down. I have my, my pick of places to get in. Yep. Because I have a clone trooper thrown over my shoulder, I decide to go in the easy way and just walk through the two broken front doors. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, you can find the basement easily. And it looks like there's some old jail cells down here. Also a lot of old broken bottles and that sort of thing. People maybe have been squatting here. I pick a jail cell that's free from the broken bottles. I close the door and I have I have a, a device that can secure the door even though the lock's broken and I have no key. So kind of like- Do a, you? Yeah, it's like a chain thing. Don't I have a utility belt? I thought I utility, had utility belt just belt. carries stuff. Yeah, but assassiny things, because I'm an assassin. So an assassin All right, utility belt. Fine. <laughs> don't leave home without them. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to let me. Sure. No, it's fine. Okay, thanks, friend. I mean, you've got those light side points. I know, that's true. Make them really secure. Make them really secure. You really won't get out. He really won't. But I'm not really concerned about it. Okay. Because he's still passed out. 
So I just need him in there for a second while I go and get some some of those shards of glass that I saw. Okay. All right, so by the time you get back, he is still passed out. Mm, I really did my job yeah, well. You you did it. You did good. I done good. Well done, Meryl. Well Your done. one successful roll. One successful roll is all I need. Yeah. Clearly. Pat myself on the back a little bit. I'm pretty good. At least something went right in this day. So come back. He's still passed out. Yeah. I got a pretty good shard of glass uh-huh. that I can use as a knife to kind of hold to his throat. Yeah. Take off his helmet. Okay. Search him, make sure I remove all of his weapons, those kinds of things. Let's see, he has a blaster pistol, he's got a small fibro knife, and he had a grenade. Did he have any communication device? The helmet has a built-in comlink. Okay, perfect. And yeah, you take his helmet off, he looks like your average clone trooper. He's got short, buzzed hair, medium dark skin, and a tattoo of a colo clawfish on his neck going up to his left cheek. Well, that's not regulation, I think. But just carry on my way searching him. Mm-hmm. I put all of his stuff into the corner of one of the cells. And now I just need him to wake up. Mm-hmm. So I kind of shake him a little. Uh, uh. Slap him upside the cheek a little bit. Oh, 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 what, what, where am I? Who are, you, you. Oh wait, did he have the, did he have the data pad? Yeah. Yes! So I have the data pad. Yeah. It, do I know how to open, unlock it? No, it's password protected. Crap, okay. <laughs> Perfect. I just need you to know that. Continue. Do, I don't know what to say. Well, do you? Know, well, does he <laughs> yeah. know who I am? No, yeah, he Is definitely knows. Is he like knows. recognizing me? Yeah, he's like you. Wh- where am I? What is this? Huh? So you know who I am, huh? Assassin. Wow, my cover's been blown. All right, okay. I'm a little unnerved by this, so I kind of start pacing around the cell. He's tied up, so I'm not really concerned that he's gonna try anything. Yeah, he's like he's in there. You see him wiggling a little bit, yeah. trying his whatever you've got him tied with gritting his teeth staring at you giving you the death glare well his death glare while unnerving isn't really what's making me rattled i don't like that somebody's blown my cover how do you know who i am you wanted yeah for what be more specific the senator what senator we have you on camera you murdered a senator okay yeah but which senator come on i'm a busy woman senator fandal from antar 4 senator fandal I've never heard of this person. I don't know what you're talking about. You have the, the wrong... The Gotel Senator. You killed him. Last night. That did not happen. We have you and your partner on camera. I don't have a partner. I work alone. You've got the wrong person. I don't believe you. Okay, yeah, so why don't you show me the footage that you're so sure you have of me murdering the Senator? Because let me tell you, if it were actually me, there would be no trace that I'd ever been there. I don't work sloppy. Let me go and I'll show you. Hilarious. Why don't you just open up this data pad and show me the information you have on me and I can confirm or deny that I, you're on the right track. I need a hand to do that. Yeah, cute. I'm going to flip you over and you can put your hand I on I can't it. see what you're doing. You flip him over. Flip him over onto his face. You don't need to see anything, buddy. It's all okay. Trust me. Grab his hand, mm-hmm. make it go flat by pushing a pressure point in his wrist. Uh-huh. And I put it on the front of the data pad mm-hmm. to unlock it. Yep, it's unlocked. Yeah, the first thing you see is a picture of an alley corner, an alley going off in one direction and off in another direction. Okay. And it's a still of somebody wearing a cloak, and it looks like looks like you. And they're with a droid, and they're running. Interesting. So, these must be the jokers who stole my drop. Maybe I was supposed to assassinate this guy. I guess I never know, though. Well, thank you. What's your name, Trooper? 
Friends call me Claw. You can call me 24603. Okay, well, Claw, thank you for your help and assistance for pointing me in the right direction of some people that I need to go speak to. Is there anything else you can tell me that's helpful? Not unless you let me go. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, either be helpful and die, or be unhelpful but still die. It's really up to you. Do you want a good death or a bad one? He stays silent. All right. Enough said. Well, I flip him over, trying to think what the easiest thing to do here. I clearly can't let this guy go, but he could be useful to me later. But I also don't want to lug around, you know, a clone trooper. That's a little obvious. But since my picture's out there, I'm definitely going to need a disguise. He's a little short for me, but Yeah, you wouldn't be able to fit that helmet on. Oh, that's true, because of my giant head. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so no disguise here that I can get out of him. So he's really no good to me at all. I do want to dispose of him, though. Just leave him. Yeah, but then you got he can make a noise and get found. While, I'm in the, while I have the data pad unlocked, I change the security settings and make it so that my handprint is what opens it. Okay, yeah, your three-fingered hand now opens the data pad. Correct. My left hand, because my right hand's a robot arm. Yeah. There are lots of broken bottles around, some half-full, some scraps of cloth. There's a jacket link. I grab the jacket and shake it off. It's about my size, so it's It's a little dusty, it. yeah. Throw it on. Yeah. To... You know, have to be wearing something different than the description. Yeah, it's uh, brown leather, and there's a rancor on the back. Cool. I dig it. Yeah. Throw on the jacket. I grab some of the scraps of cloth in the corner mm -hmm. and just shove them into his mouth. <laughs> Tie a gag around his <laughs> Thank you for your service, sir. Try not to die too slowly in here. You hear his muffled yells as you exit the basement. Now I really need to find a place to hide out and dig through this data pad to get all the information I can find. Yeah. So you are, you're about 30 levels down from where you were originally. 30 levels down from the bar? Actually, it's a little more than that. Okay. How much time a does good it half take a to mile be down? How long, how much time does it take to travel between levels? It depends on if you're walking or taking a speeder. Okay. I don't have a speeder because yeah. I had to take a cab last time. Yeah. <laughs> that worked out well. <laughs> you want to call a cab? So I'm going to call a cab. <laughs> Great. So I have an encrypted comm link, and I use it to call a cab. Yeah. A couple minutes go by, and a blue convertible taxi cab comes flying down in front of this building. The driver is wearing a black leather jacket. He's a boffin. Oh, my stars. What is with my luck today? I immediately recognize the blue convertible and the irritating face of the obnoxious boffin taxi driver from earlier that morning. Ugh. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Really? Hey, dude, I've had a really rough day. You gonna you gonna pay up this time? Yeah, fine. Can All you right. tell me what you're gonna charge overcharge me up front now? So hey, it's by the mile. I don't set my own rates. Oh, for Pete's sake. Find that hard to believe. Where are we going? I need to go somewhere quiet, out of the way, that not many people go to. Ah, you wanna go to Lil Onderon. Yep. Yep. Sure. Alright. Uh I gotta go back to the cab company anyway, so I'll drop you on the way. You're I'm... too kind. If you have to go back that way, why don't I get a free ride since you're going to travel this route anyway? Oh, because uh, you're not very nice. Well, yeah, but you're also the worst. <laughs> yeah, that may be true. <laughs> you have a thrilling conversation on your way down to Little Onderon. And, Mostly um, consisting of us arguing over our favorite sports teams. His favorite pod racer is some, some joker with this blonde mullet haircut. That I, I'm sorry, makes him look ridiculous. I can't quite remember his name. Oh, Chuck Burton. 
Ugh, Chuck Burton is such a snake. He has terrible taste in teams, sports, cars, attitude. Uh, Moloch's not even real. Everything. Moloch's not even real. I find that hard to believe. You guys head down to Little Onderon. You want the bar or you want the cafe? Bar, please. All right. Marnix it is. He drops you off in front of a rundown saloon kind of bar. It's got swinging doors, old-fashioned, and it's called Marnix. He charges you a fee that we're not arguing over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, why don't you take my kidney along with it? This is highway robbery. At least I'm honest in my job. Calorie kidney's not worth much. He drives off. Ugh, cab drivers. Marnix is a rundown little bar. As you walk in, you notice a few little slot machines in the corner. There's a jukebox. And behind the bar is a grand that you can assume is named Marnix. There are a handful of people here. It's very late at night now because it was about one o'clock when you were at the previous bar it's like probably close to three now so not too many people around it looks like marnik's just cleaning up (sighs) i walk into this place and it just for the first time all day i feel like i'm able to breathe no one's gonna find me here it's so secluded they're just a couple of local people yeah who were hanging out because this is their neighborhood bar (laughs) so as frustrating as that cab driver was he did take me to the perfect spot. Yep. I went up to the, I go up to the bar and I sit down and I ask for a drink. You are quickly served. Wow, thanks. Anything crazy happening tonight? It's pretty quiet. That's good. Is this a safe place for me to do some work on my data pad? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right. No one's gonna bug me. Um, looking around, you're getting some side glances from people. I don't think anyone's gonna bug you. All right. Well, uh, anything I should know about the neighborhood? I don't know, it's a pretty quiet neighborhood, uh, especially this time of night. All right, well, uh, good talk. Thanks for the drink. He goes back to cleaning up. It seems like he's got an eye on you. So I unlock the data pad Yeah. after checking behind me <clears throat> to make sure no one was there that could look over my shoulder. I start scrolling through image after image of what happened the night before. Yeah, it looks like you've got two security camera feeds. One of the senator with two other bodyguards or something and you get three shots from off camera which take them out and then the other camera feed you see what looks like you and this droid running around that corner i start inspecting that feed me running around the corner really really closely yeah just to see what identifiers mark it as not me and see if there's anything obvious that i can use to track down whoever this is do you have any computers i don't think i do nope what's your intellect three Okay, uh, we're gonna do something weird. We're gonna do a perception with intellect instead of perception with cunning. Oh, all right. So my perception is two. Okay, so yeah, it's you trying to notice things but using what you know about mm-hmm. technology to notice them. That makes sense. So you said two and three? Two and three. So two yellows, one green, and three purples. Wow, why three? Because. Because. That's a great reason, friend. Because I'm the GM. <laughs> All right, fine. I guess you did let me have a repulsor fist. Because <laughs> you have a repulsor fist. Oh. That looks pretty good anyway. It's okay. It'll be fine. Two failures. These cancel these out, right? No. No. What do you got there? You have one threat and two successes. So okay. what exactly were you looking for with your perception check? I was looking for either a glitch in the filming uh-huh. to show that it's been tampered with or some marking that they got wrong. Something about the person that they got wrong to prove it's not me. 
So either they hired a Claren lookalike, mm-hmm. they have somebody wearing a mask, something like that. Okay. You examine the footage and you notice something something's weird about the face. As they turn the corner, there's maybe one frame where it blinks out. The face is there, but then it's not, and then it's there again. So I slow it down. Yeah. And I start watching it on really, really slow speed. Yeah. And at that point where it blinks, mm-hmm. I can see that the video feed has been tampered with. Yep. So they've spliced some images of some other Calarin and put it on there because I know that there are no images of me anywhere. Because they got I'm the markings right, though. super careful. So clearly, someone's trying to set me up. Someone who knows me and has seen me. I work really hard not to be known or seen. So the list is very small. It should be pretty easy to figure out who's doing it's this. It's pretty much just other professionals. Is there a specific professional that is my rival that I know of? Yeah, there is. Do I know of them? Like yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Mary Francis. Yes, you do. Who? Ruby Whiplash. <laughs> Freaking Ruby? <laughs> what species is Ruby again? A Rodian. And she's short, right? Um, What's a Rodian? Rodian is Greedo. Shorter than me. Cause the, yeah, Because a Rodian is like human size. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There are a few other people probably know you, though. Right. One, I think one, like one the mob the bosses the probably know who you are. Fair enough. So when I get to that glitch, I stop the feed mm-hmm. and I just stare at that blank spot that somebody missed. The hood, whoever was there was wearing something that would make it the, the size of you. Mm-hmm. And then my and face was imposed. superimposed onto yeah. the image. But. But in that blank spot. Mm-mm. No, I want to see that it's like the height and something about the hair color. Because so, Whiplash has red hair, right? She does. A blank spot. So you'd be getting a three-quarter view. Okay. And there's just nothing there. There's nothing there. Yeah, you, you don't get a three-quarter view of, of whoever it is. Okay. Like, your head sticks out a little bit further from so it's just the, black. the hood. It's just the wall behind it. Okay. Is there anything about the droid that stands out? Yeah, it's got some interesting markings. It's definitely an assassin droid, a make and model that you've seen before. It has a red spiral on one of its shoulders. Son of a Gundark. I know who's setting me up. That dirty, rotten, lily-livered, ruby whiplash. She's been out to get me since day one. She can't handle the fact that I'm better than she is at everything and take all of her clients well, she wouldn't have this problem if she were better at her job. She can't even set me up well. <sighs> How do you know it's her? Because who else would be petty enough to try and do this and be dumb enough to think they could get away with it? Please. How are you going to prove it? Well, probably just going to have to go find Ruby. That might not be so easy. Why? Because she's an assassin. Well, yeah, but she's a terrible assassin. <laughs> it's not the worst. Not as good as I am, comparatively. Okay. I'm amazing. She stinks. So at this point, you're giving me no choice because you're not giving me those light side points back. So something bad's going to happen anyway. Oh, I can give those back to you. (laughs) No, no, I just forget about them. I can use them. I just forget about them sometimes. All the times. So you are sitting at the bar, slowly drinking your drink, not really paying attention to what's going on around you. And you hear shuffling and people exiting quickly. You hear boot steps on the floor of this bar coming up behind you. Somebody says, hey. I tense up as I hear the footsteps because I know they're coming for me. Where'd you get that jacket? What's it to you? And I slowly turn around, repulsor fist at the ready.
thanks for tuning in to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thank you to Nick Scourin for supplying us with our lovely ambient soundscapes. You can find more of Nick's audio experimentation at pro-am.bandcamp.com. Want more Coruscant Nights? Find us on Twitter at Coruscant Night, on Instagram at Coruscant Nights, and follow us on Twitch for periodic live stream shows. Email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Enjoying Coruscant Nights and want to help us grow? Please rate and review on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can help even more by supporting us on Patreon. On Patreon, you'll find all sorts of extras from bonus episodes and outtakes to character cards, stats, and artwork. For only $3 a month, you'll get access to our recorded world-building sessions. In this ongoing campaign, we follow a clone trooper named Lucky on his quest to stop crime in the lower levels of Coruscant.